0: You are listening to You've Got 5 Options show, where every week Marta and Anna abandon their five children, two partners and one cat to make a show especially for you. An artist, a challenge, a bullshit, a wisdom, and a surprise. Tune in and feel the magic of five. Hello everyone, this is Anna and Anna. And Marta is still not here, but this is still, you've got five options. So guys, as you know, from the last week, uh, Marta is on some spiritual retreat. Actually, Dennis, maybe you can play, especially for Marta, that meditation music you has you have uh, made for someone for some mysterious reason. Do you have it? Yeah, I have it. Can we play five seconds, Marta? This is especially for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yes, I I can talk now because I'm kind of speechless first. It sounded like a typical Danish day. (laughs) uh, And then, you know, this kind of little, uh, like a Japanese buzz or whatever. And then at the end, it was like a gong from 2012. You know, the movie, the catastrophic movie. Mm -hmm. I have recently watched it. And I'm talking now not only to Dennis, who is, uh, as you know, uh, in a function of my co-host while Marta is on her Spiritual retreat, but I'm also here in a studio with and I will try. I swear I will try Manus, Maunus, Maunus which if you are not from Denmark, you would definitely read Magnus. But it's Maunus. It is, yes. It's Maunus. So I have a very special guest today. I say that every single time I have a guest. Oh, so all, all of my guests think that, you know, this is this means nothing. But you are very special because you know personally, Dennis, you are actually bandmates.
1: Indeed we are.
0: Indeed you are. And Manus, you will be together with Dave, our Artist of the Week. But before we will get there, I would like to say that Marta is coming back from the spiritual retreat. I'm quite sure of it. And if she will ever miss it, she can just play the beginning of this episode with this. Why did you create this?
2: Uh, it, it was uh, a, a task that Manus uh, made me do. It was uh, make this, what do you call it, plinke music? music?
0: Okay, uh, a is well, that uh, an official term?
2: It okay. is,
1: I I think it is, yeah.
0: Okay, uh, Manus, uh, can you please tell me why did you force Dennis f- to uh, commit this creation?
1: I needed some background music for a radio show
0: which you are hosting yes, uh, on Thursdays actually yes. guys. So if you would like to hear a cool show that we will talk about a little bit, right? You will you will reveal something, but it's mm-hmm. in Danish. Then you have to tune in on Thursdays exactly at the same place. At two o'clock, but Thursday, so you can actually make like a ritual out of it. Thursday with Ma Manus,
1: Magnus. Yeah. Ma- Magnus. L- let's just say Magnus. you it's are fine. just
0: so confusing me right now. Okay, <laughs> Ma- Manu, I will try Manus. Maunus. Maunus, yeah. Maunus, Anna. Focus for F's sake, you <laughs> can say even for fuck's sake, yeah, Maunus, yeah. Maunus on Thursday, and you've got five options on Friday. Same uh, airwave, same live stream place, so guys check it out but today we are going to have a very special artist of the week you know already that you are very special to me so let's play the jingle and then i will interview you because what the hell
2: superman music brings to you artist of the week
0: So today, in a studio, as you already know, because I said it three times already, we have Maunus. Bravo. Yes, and Dennis, who is always here. Mm -hmm. uh, And they are two members of a four-person's band called, and now I will tell you what Google Translate told me, and then you will correct me. Dangerous types in the backlight. Oh yeah. Okay, how is it in Danish, guys?
1: Fali, i
0: Oh, sweet lord. Fali, tuba. Okay, I will leave that to you, Manus. <laughs> I can learn only one Danish word per hour. That's okay. So, guys, thank you so very much for gracing. Uh, Dennis thank you for being here, well, like you. always. And, but, Manus, thank you for gracing uh, our studio with your presence.
2: Thank you for inviting
0: me. So, guys, I will just ask you what kind of band is that? Because it sounds pretty dangerous and very hard to pronounce.
1: <laughs> well, it's a what kind of band is it? It's a rock and roll band.
0: Rock and roll. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: We play we play the the god's honest uh, rock and roll for the for the people okay. who needs to listen.
0: I actually have seen your uh, clips, s- short video clips on Facebook because I do prepare <laughs> myself. Oh. Against all odds, our listeners, I do make a research before I come on air, and <laughs> I have seen the most hilarious, like a promos for the coming up song. One actually features you walking with a with a mobile and uh, recording the studio and the guys, and the other one is something with a guy playing on a guitar, and there are three little girls with musical instruments. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. I, I, th- w- so this is the way you are actually announcing that you are dropping a new thing. Go.
1: Yes, uh, that's, it's sort of important to see those two things as separate. The music is one thing, mm-hmm. and the videos are uh, marketing. It's okay. just the way we, we try to, to make people notice that now we're doing something. Instead of just doing a Facebook post with a new single out on Friday, it's mm-hmm. much more fun to make some sort of weird video, and they are quite
0: weird. They are quite weird and quite hilarious. When I saw those three little girls, I was laughing out loud, mm. LOL for those <laughs> of you who are younger than me <laughs> you operate with those kind of lols okay guys but uh, tell me when did it started this whole uh, this whole band of yours you uh, are playing for some time now right
1: yeah well it started well, it started in 2016 yeah yeah
0: okay so, ah, so it's two years three years three, three, three years, years
1: yeah and yeah. yeah. uh, we were playing original with you with a with a friend of ours. we were just jamming i met him at a party Mm-hmm. and we were talking about making some some sort yes. of band uh, i had recently met dennis and he knew him as well so we hooked him up dennis knew the drummer micha we hooked him up uh and uh and uh, micha knew the guitar player ben mm-hmm. so then we were five piece but we didn't really have any direction um, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden some some weird <laughs> weird shit happened and uh, micha the 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 drummer had the great idea of of uh, us switching to singing in Danish, which I've never tried before, actually. Okay. I've been singing my entire life in different bands, but it's always been in English. Uh, okay, But he had this idea of switching to Danish and doing our own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that unfortunately led to the, well, the, the, one of the original guys wasn't into that, so he, mm-hmm. he left. It's fine, it's fine, we're friends. But, um, but yeah, that was sort of the starting point, that was the summer of 2016.
0: Okay, I'm actually quite surprised that you didn't call the band one direction <laughs> <laughs> because you were going in so many directions but i think that name first of all is taken second of all that's nothing you would like to be associated with i uh, suppose no and, and it's
1: not really in danish
0: and it's not really in danish no. how it would be in danish one direction invite invite one way
2: yeah in in, yeah. Yeah. in way,
0: uh, yeah okay uh no i think that the uh, the dangerous types in a backlight it's more like uh <laughs> you know yeah. um it, it makes me uh, curious and uh, When I saw the videos, I was like, okay, this doesn't really fit to the band, but the songs are different than the videos. And, guys, really great job because I enjoyed it a lot, especially the three little girls. Guys, for you listeners, we will uh, put in our show notes, like always, on the fiveoptions.com. 5 as a number. The site is for free to enter. We will put in the show notes the links to your Facebook page so people can visit you and we will also play a song very soon after I will stop with this quite traditional questions. I'm not asking you anything difficult, right?
1: No, no, you're not. not
0: not so far. Okay. So please tell me where I I, I wrote down a couple Hmm? actually. Yeah. Where can we see you live? Do you play live guys? We do
1: play live, but right now we don't, we don't have we have one show on the calendar next year, and, yeah. mm-hmm. we, and we can't announce that. By the way, we can. Uh, no, not not, not yet. Okay. <laughs> oh, did, did I not mention? <laughs> no, all no, right. Uh, okay. It's going to be announced very soon. <laughs>
0: it's not an imaginary show. It's, it's a real. It is.
1: It is a real show in uh, in it's the it's v- very real. Actually, in the in the I would say in the center of the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you measure from that point, if you measure any way around the world, it's the same distance going back. It's really insane.
0: Okay, puzzle for our listeners, and definitely for me now I regret all this skipped that mathematics <laughs> and geographic that, that, classes. that
1: is that would be true for every place on earth because it's round but um, <laughs> <laughs> but we have we have a meeting. I
0: got ambushed on my own <laughs> radio show guys
1: but we do have a meeting uh, in oh, man. in two and a half hours true. Uh, true. three two and a half. Two and a half hours uh, where we will meet and discuss um,
2: the future plans of live playing. But we do have, uh, we've been recording a lot of songs over this year, so that's Mm -hmm. where our focus has been.
0: Okay, so uh, Maunus, you Mm. little trickster. because this is how I should call you from now. <laughs> well, but I'm not really uh, very sensitive of being ridiculed on my own radio show. It happens quite <laughs> regularly. <laughs> and I, I think that that's why people actually enjoy listening at least to ah. my part of w- wisdoms. <laughs> uh, you. you also have a radio show. And I know, Denise, you are the technician, but you are also taking part in it.
2: Yeah, I'm a, I'm technician. I've um, written the jingles. I'm kind of a co-host. Uh, what? Well, I am the co-host.
0: The co-host, not yeah. the host, he's but the co-host.
2: A small part. A small part. small part. And but so Ma- Maunus yeah. is
0: the leading man, I guess, because actually the the show is called, uh, by your name, The yes. Thursdays with Maunus, yep. right? So tell us, what, what can we expect there, if we would speak Danish? Um,
1: you would expect some, um, actually, good old satire. Okay. first and foremost uh, I think satire son- sort of got lost mm-hmm. uh, Facebook has taken over and it's not really good satire mm-hmm. um, so a lot of uh, jokes about politicians mm-hmm. and uh, and, um, and also a lot of great music only music I like okay. which is there's been one song out of seven shows that I didn't like uh and that was yesterday <laughs> 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 um, but uh, that's another story but uh but yeah can uh, i ask did you have
0: two guests yesterday i did have a
1: guest yesterday yeah. and he he did get to choose a song <laughs>
2: um, <laughs> uh-huh.
1: and, and i asked him to, to to pick out five then i would choose one and maybe i should have asked him to pick out 300 and then i could have picked one
0: yeah pick. that's that's sometimes how it goes
1: well yeah it is but yeah and then it's um it's just information. It's uh, just me speaking about.
0: So commentary, basically, with with some.
1: F- yeah, I've made a I made a special on um, on um, uh, music from films.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, played a lot of uh, great songs from great movies. Spoken a, li- a little about the movies and the, and the music, and and talked about some movie history from Denmark, Aarhus. Okay. And I've made a f- uh, else. <laughs> that that was weird. Uh, which is a a small, tiny island in the south of Denmark where I Mm -hmm. actually come from. And I made a special about that, only playing music from there and talking about some of the historical sites and things like that.
0: That sounds pretty cool, to be honest. It's it's such a pity I don't really. Well, I can understand Danish, you know, I will tune in. But that's the last question before we will play your song, guys. Yesterday, I was on your Facebook page. I was on all of you. I stalked you massively and with an open heart, of course, with no uh, malicious intentions. Well, actually, I was trying to find a dirt on you, but I couldn't Mm. because I don't speak Danish. Joking again? No, but I have been on your uh, Facebook fan page for the band. And this is where I uh, found those videos. And I also have been on your podcast uh, fan page. And I couldn't find information where we can listen to you if we by any chance skip you on the radio. Really? Really. Mm. I know that when I was there like a week ago, I could see something about SoundCloud. Yeah. but it it just doesn't pop out what pop the first post actually is of course information on the on the show's live on the radio but guys where can we hear your podcast
1: you can hear it sort of everywhere but mm-hmm. uh, if you go to anchor.fm you can definitely listen to it there they provide a series of links to spotify and apple mm-hmm. play and uh, words. And you can you can uh, hear them there and the last okay. five episodes will always be on soundcloud
0: okay fantastic so guys just just a remark you can just make it more prominent yeah but uh, fantastic we will also link to that in the show notes and now please tell me what is the song of the week and why
1: what is the song of the week uh den do Oh i see uh.
0: Uh.
1: <laughs> that's a song that's a song by us and it's out today
0: Okay, yep. yep. and today is 18th of October, guys, and yes. you at the radio, you will listen to it on 1st of November, because we actually had to play another, uh, we had, I don't know, I was asking, is this some kind of special date in the world of the musicians, because we had... A week ago a recording of a show where we had a band that was also releasing an album an album on eighteenth of October. So we agreed with them that we will play the show exactly today. And then I find out that you are also releasing something on eighteenth of October. So this is very spooky. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't ah, you think? Is, Weird is, coincidence. Yeah, we're, we're okay. So Dennis, play the song and we will be back after words shortly. Again, guys, and as a really fantastic uh, host, I have just said to Maunus, you know, I really like this song, Um, especially that I'm not really a big fan of uh, Danish music. And then I was like, hmm, oh my god, I just said it on air, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, (laughs) to all the Danes that are listening, this will, Don't take it personally. You are born with a certain musical taste, right? Mm. And I'm actually a person that really pays attention to lyrics. I was always listening to lyrics, singing the lyrics. So for me, lyrics is a huge part. And when I don't understand them, obviously, I will not enjoy it that much. Of course. Yes, but uh, Maunus, did you wanted to mention something at the end of this? You said that you forgot to say something.
1: Yeah, that was because you asked for the band name. Yeah. Uh, and I told you before that... We started out as five guys and Mm -hmm. then something weird happened and then we were uh, started singing in danish and and, and it was only four guys yeah and that weird thing that happened was that i made a facebook post from another band i was in at the time Mm -hmm. where we played a live show and i um, it was a really typical small band picture because what happens when you play live is there's a, uh, there's a lighting guy, and he sets up yep. the lighting, but mm-hmm. you don't we can't afford, as a small band, you can't afford a guy to, to do you it. You
0: usually do it yourself.
1: Yeah, uh, and it's just uh, stationary uh, mm-hmm. uh, throughout the show. And what happens as uh, you, you, the musicians, play the first note is that you take one step forward, and then you're all of a sudden in front of the lights, so mm-hmm. you're all backlit. And it's really, really, really... <laughs> I, lo- I love that because I've been going to, to shows with small bands my entire life and I will do that forever. I love that. But it's really, really, really a great sign when all you can see are these silhouettes yeah. doing something quite <laughs> dangerous and noisy. Yeah. But you can't see facial expressions. You can't see anything. So I wrote that in a Facebook, Facebook post. These are dangerous types in uh, backlit.
0: Yes.
1: And then our drummer, Micha, wrote me instantly and said we should make a band called that. So that is actually what that sentence means now. It is, ah. a small band who can't afford a lighting operator. <laughs> 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 um, That's a great but one. But, but, but still plays like, and we, we've, we've heard that before when we play live, that we are like a stadium band who, who's somehow gone, gone, the wrong <laughs> gone into the <laughs> wrong place <laughs> because we, we run around like we were at Wembley and yeah. we're not
0: <laughs> <laughs> yet. <laughs> <laughs> yet. Yes, of yet of course of course
1: not of course
0: not okay yeah. but I think that the, if the band has a history behind the name that's uh, actually awesome
1: and, uh, yeah, and, and that way the name was actually and that is weird I've never heard that before that was the first thing we had we didn't have a single song or lyric idea or anything <laughs> the first thing we had was the name and everything else is built out of that name and you can't we all understood exactly <laughs> that this was what we this is what we need to be called mm-hmm. but we couldn't really explain what it meant Okay. <laughs> so, but now we can, now, now, now I can
0: no, now the story really makes sense guys, it's like it, the band makes sense you know, it's like, it's quite funny I actually am trying to convince my boyfriend who also has a band hmm? uh, to call his band Anna's Slaves and Mr. Ryan my name is Anna <laughs> uh, so the idea is that they are my slaves and I don't know why, it was a joke It was, but I think it sounds cool Anna's Slaves and then there is a guy who is the master engineer for them Mm-hmm. And he's uh, Anthony Ryan, but he's such a nice person that I said I could never, ever make him my slave. So that's why it's Anna's Slaves and Mr. Ryan. But for some strange reason, my boyfriend opposes since one year and a half and he doesn't want to call a band like this. They chose like Lazy Atomica or something.
2: What? So, yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> I like yours better. Yes, I like mine. You can take it.
1: Have we have one. <laughs> you have, I know you have
0: one. Okay, guys, but it's time for the challenge of the week. <laughs> A very challenging challenge of the week. Challenge. Yes, I am also trying to sing sometimes, which is very unfortunate for anyone who listens. So uh, if we are talking about challenge of the week, then I think, Maunus, I have to fill you in a little bit. You've got five options started as a podcast and we were collecting life and career challenges from anonymous people. And we were solving those challenges by giving them five different options to solve this particular problem. It was more an exercise of showing, listen, it's not like there is no way out. There are actually five ways out. Of course, sometimes those ways were kind of... uh, Weird, creepy or ridiculous, but at least it makes you either laugh or inspires you to find your own solution. Mm. And we have decided to keep this little segment in our uh, radio. And I wanted to share you share with you and with listeners one challenge that I had this week, as you know. I am having a co-host. She is my best friend. We made this show together and she's now on the spiritual retreat, which we remember it was even accompanied by a fantastic jingle (laughs) created by Dennis. And um, I wanted to make two shows because, uh, you know, sometimes someone gets sick or there are some other things. You know, we have five children, as you know, from our intro. So I wanted to make something on stock, let's call it. And Mm -hmm. I thought Halloween special. Yeah, I will engage so many people and listeners because we were before in the past making uh, surveys, asking people like, what's your favorite movie or what do you think about this? And people on Facebook were, you know, like responding. And I thought, OK, if I will ask people what's the best horror movie of all time, I will for sure get like so many answers. We were getting even up up till 100 people participating. No one. No, one. No, no. I got two answers and I was like, what the hell? And then I made this uh, storytelling competition for people to send us the scary stories. And I got one story and I was like, What the hell? And I started to like think like, is it even meant for me to do this by myself? Because Marta is not participating and suddenly there is no engagement. I wanted to make an engaging programs with no engagement. And then... The second program, I originally had uh, a guest that said that wants to come to our show. And when he found out that Marta won't be here, he was like, oh, no, I prefer when you are in a full squad, because I have a feeling that then you are the full force to reckon with no halfways." (laughs) And I'm like, I am the halfway. Thank you. For the love of God. (laughs) And I was like, okay, I don't really think I'm meant to do the engagement and engaging shows. And then I dust myself up, hit myself on the face a couple of times. And I was like, Anna, shut the F up. You can do it and I would like to share with you guys and with listeners who are struggling with any type of engagement or validation if their passion actually has any audience on how I got myself back on the horse and actually I'm making the second show by myself. So tip number one. Don't take the lack of engagement personally. So I was thinking, okay, you know, uh, probably people know that I'm doing this alone, so they don't want to participate because Marta is not here or whatever. And I was like, Anna, for fuck's sake, you know, people have so many different things. In Denmark, there is now the potato week ferie. So many people are actually, yes. What? Potato week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You K- are K- mentioned.
2: fair. K- I'm from the city. K- yes. Yes.
1: Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> you, you grew up where the potato rolls were, were you? I
2: didn't know but. that. No.
0: You didn't know that? That <coughs> no. this is a time, especially when when children from Danish schools are taken out from the school yeah, to pick up potatoes,
1: but at but least in the old times. Yeah, yeah and uh, I've heard that my entire life, and actually the other day I was thinking, that can't be true, because potatoes doesn't come mid-October. No, they the, the, they come. I've the never yeah. heard of. Yeah, it. they come. So it, it, it is. It is a. It, it is, is, a is. I've heard that my entire life, but it can't really be true. Must be another holiday because
0: could be also a conspiracy theory, which ooh, we will ooh, discuss ooh. later. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. My mom grew up on a farm. I, I'm pretty sure I would have heard of it. I, I,
1: I've never heard that. Term. Maybe you never. should have listened more to your mom. I'm, yeah. I'm trying to tell you that. For. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Denise, call your mom and ask about the potato well, holidays.
1: I I'll call
2: her.
0: perfect. But I was like, okay, so people are not, uh, you know, maybe on Facebook because they are traveling. And for the love of God, not everyone has to answer my mighty questions. So I decided not to take it personally thinking, you know, everyone has its own stuff and it's just a week when people are not engaged. That helped me to take some distance and actually not to put myself down. I'm the terrible host or terrible radio show producer. The number two was forget about the numbers, Switch your mindset from quantity to quality. So I was like, okay, yes, I didn't got 100 engaged listeners answering my questions. I didn't got the stories. So what does it mean? Well, it means that Maybe I should actually think about quality, because when you make a good radio show, you need a good material, not a plenty of answers that gives you not maybe much of the insight. Plus, you know, in this uh, era of social media, we are just chasing the likes and the followers and the comments and the numbers. And many times those are just empty things. So that's what I did. And then I ditched social media. That's the tip number three and got social instead. So what I did I actually had uh, two of my boyfriend's uh, friends visiting us to see the baby because I have a little baby and I have ambushed them a little bit and asked them about the scary stories and other things. And one of them actually sent us a scary story and they answered my question and we started to talk about scary stories and other things. So then I went to visit another baby and I ambushed, a young mom who has a five days old child to send (laughs) us another scary story. That was Karina. So, but it was all about, you know, talking about the radio and the program that I'm preparing, sharing some, you know, conversation. And then I got a really good quality things from the listeners. And that was fantastic because, you know, I didn't have to chase uh, anonymous people on internet. I actually got really a connection. The fourth one, be honest with your listeners. So now I'm guys fully honest, you know, I struggled. I struggled with getting engagement. I know that there are people listening to us. We see the statistics. It's not Oprah Winfrey uh, level, but we, I know people are listening and we have even fans because they revealed themselves and it was creepy. Uh, So uh, no, uh, hello fans, we love you actually. Uh, But you know, sometimes you can be like, Oy. So, uh, so then, and I'm, I'm honest, I struggled with getting engagement, even if we all the time, every episode say guys visit the five see what's up, there are competitions, you can vote for stuff. And number five, do it as you are your own audience. So I actually put myself in a shoes what I would like to listen on the radio. I made Halloween special exactly how I would like to hear hear it on the radio and I took the topics that interest me and today it's the same. I I took the the band that interest me, especially after those three little girls freaky video (laughs) and I chose the topics that I would like to discuss and you know, and I came here and I showed up. So guys, any wise word to to, uh, comment on my five options? how to do engaging radio show when you lack the engagement
1: i think all of it uh, sounds extremely well thought through actually exactly what you should be doing the quality quantity thing and everything but the third thing Mm -hmm. the turning off social media and getting social Mm-hmm. That is, if there is any, uh, if there is any one uh, one thing my radio show and of the lyrics of our band is trying to say, and I am trying to say all the time, then it's exactly that. Find half an hour to visit a friend, or or be together with someone. Go out for a beer or a coffee. Anything. Go out, see a show, see a band. Get the kids taken care of by the neighbor or your mother or something. Go out, be. Be social. Be engaging mm-hmm. with uh, with people instead of sitting at home shouting at each other uh, yeah. on social media, or just thinking that those people you you know on social media are, are like that. They are mm-hmm. not. Um, there's a lot of people I would certainly dislike if they were like they seem to be on their social social media mm-hmm. uh, uh, sites. So I think that is very very important for everybody, and that is it's. So I'm I'm not that young, uh, and it's so weird. I
0: would not tell.
1: <laughs> it's it's very very weird for me that you even have to consider it or say it. Yeah. But uh, Denmark has always been a country where we didn't go out much. Mm-hmm. There's, there's never we've never had that many restaurants like in uh, in in the rest of Europe or, or bars, and uh, mm-hmm. people tend to stay at home. But it's even worse now. It got worse in '88 when uh, the second TV channel TV2 started. I remember it vividly. <laughs> it's it's it, honestly it, you could feel it all the all the different uh, social gatherings in small towns and shit went away because people mm-hmm. were sitting at home watching TV you couldn't get people out anymore and it's even worse now it's it's ridiculous you you think uh, i have friends that i haven't seen for like i seen them once a year and they live okay. under a mile from me because we just uh, write to each other on social media mm-hmm. and that is sad i think because it's another uh, it's another experience entirely, of course, getting mm-hmm. out and doing something together, doing, well, that would be the other the other message from everything we produce is go out and do something. Yeah. Instead of just writing about it or talking about it, do something. Don't sit on your hands. Go <laughs> get the fuck out <laughs> of here and do yeah. something.
0: Yeah, I, I actually have to say that that's the last uh, remark that I will make before the bullshit of the week. And then I hope also to hear something from Dennis.
2: Yeah. Uh-huh. But
0: uh, Maunus, <laughs> I know. What a drag. <laughs> Maunus, but th- that was actually fantastic. And it was fantastic to hear it from a Dane because you are known as a culture who is extremely close. And I think this whole staying at home also is conditioned by the weather. Of course. Because let's face it, you know, to go on a, in a garden of the bar here, that's like an option for maybe 45 to 60 days a year, yeah, right? Yeah. Because otherwise you are blown by the wind or there is a storm or there is this or that. So I think this is conditioned by the weather, but uh, there is also something very interesting and I'm not sure if it's something that is only weird for me. Each time I go somewhere, especially in the morning, like when I was still not on the maternity leave going to work, I pass the buildings and you know, you you don't cover the windows Mm. so I can see at least the shine from the TV. Everyone has a TV on in the morning. When I come back at five, six from work, I see again, everyone has a TV on. And I'm not sure if that's the same in Poland, but I don't have a TV since years. I have a TV set so I can cast things on on the, t- on the TV, for instance, a movie from Netflix, but I don't have a TV. So for me, it was super weird because it's like everyone has a TV on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe there is something in what you have said about the TV2. TV2 killed, I wanted to say, a radio star. Yep, I,
2: <laughs> I, I remember the day that TV2 started. I was, I'm, I'm what, a year younger than you. Four. Four. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, but, but I remember uh, lying on the floor in fr- front of the TV the, mm-hmm. the day that TV2 went on air the first time and uh, just it was this big thing yeah. mm-hmm. and then I do want to say that uh, the last thing you said that doing a show that you want to see doing a mm-hmm. show that you want to hear doing what you feel like is good quality yeah. that's super important mm-hmm. not trying to please anyone or anything just doing what you feel is good
0: yeah, because I still hope that there are people like me out there, and they would actually enjoy it. Yeah, of so course there. Of course there yeah.
2: is, and, and playing music that you think is good, mm-hmm. mm. treating subjects that you think are important. Yeah, not trying to to measure what yes. what would be popular. Yes. But doing what you think needs to be done.
0: I. I'm very very happy guys that you agree with my five tips of wisdom because I rarely now make the so solve the challenges but I solved my challenge and now we are going to the bullshit of the week. Say what? It's bullshit. It's bullshit of the week. Bullshit. I have noticed that I have a very talkative uh, people today in the studio. <laughs> so, Dennis, uh, I will do something now that I have never done. I will ask you on air officially to tell me how much time do we have left?
2: We have uh, twenty two minutes, twenty one minutes.
0: OK, so we will try to squeeze the best out of what we were giving. given. So bullshit of the week, guys, today it's the Mandela effect. And I have asked you both if you know what it is, and Dennis was not sure, and Maunus knows, but it's because he Googled. (coughs) So I will just (laughs) give you an official definition, and then I will ask you about if you have ever experienced that. I will give you some examples. So Mandela Effect describes a phenomenon where a big group of totally unrelated people share the same false memory of an event, person, song, movie, or a product. So, and I will tell you, I will give you even better example. It all started with Nelson Mandela. That's why it's called Mandela Effect. There was a lady called Fiona Broom, and she's some kind of paranormal specialist or uh, that kind of, you know, not a cuckoo person, but that kind of a little bit more out there person. And I will just quote something because she is the one who started this. Let's call it a movement. See, I thought Nelson Mandela died in prison. I thought I remembered it clearly, complete with news clips of his funeral, the mourning in South Africa, some riots in cities, and the heartfelt speech by his widow. Then I found out he was alive. My reaction was sensible. Oh, I must have misunderstood something on the news. I didn't think about it again for many years until... Uh, I met a person who, when I casually mentioned that many people remember when Nelson Mandela died in prison, he said, I remember as well. That caught my attention in a hurry. One thing led to another, and I discovered a large community of people who remember the same Mandela history that I recall. These aren't simple errors in memory. They seem to be fully constructed incidents or sequential events from the past they exceeded the normal range of forgetfulness. If you believe that Nelson Mandela died in prison long before his passing in 2013, or you have similar memories of different past, you are not alone. So this lady reached out and apparently she got thousands and thousands of emails and and whatever she got. And people were saying, yes, I remember clearly Nelson Mandela died and uh, I saw the funeral, I saw this and that, and this is how it started. It's called Mandela Effect. And since then, people are digging out more and more things like this. And they are basically having, uh, yes, Dennis, are you trying to uh, sense Mandela Effect in the air?
2: No, just the sound from the other studio.
0: Ah, uh, we have the Vietnamese show on the but that that's the regular on our show, I would mm-hmm. say. <laughs> so guys, have you ever experienced Mandela effect? No, no.
2: no, Maybe, but I'm not aware.
0: Okay, I will uh, give you, yeah,
2: come on. it it's clearly
1: it's clearly people trying to
0: it doesn't exist. You think it doesn't exist? Of course it doesn't. I like to have a hardcore skeptic in the studio. (laughs) So I will just give you five examples that I have personally chosen. Hmm? And two of those examples actually happened to me. So I'm confused. I I don't know what the hell. So, of course, the first example was Nelson Mandela. So you know that Nelson Mandela died in 2013, right? Same with me. I don't have that experience that he died. I was actually shocked because I met some people who told me, he died, but he's dead already. He died in prison. I was like, no, he didn't. Mm. Uh, how, how did you even came up with this? So that was number one. Number two comes from Star Wars, and it's a huge dispute among people. So in a very famous reveal, probably the most famous reveal of all times of cinema, if you are a Star Wars fan, uh, Darth Vader says something to Luke Skywalker a very famous sentence. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. What is the sentence?
1: Yes, I'm not going to say because I'm going to fall into that trap. He says, Luke S- Skywalker says, then you are true. Yeah, he says something in the realms of you or not. Yeah, I'm your father. Luke, I'm your father.
0: Yes, Dennis, you know, you, you watch Star Wars, right?
2: Uh, yeah, I remember the scene, but
0: yeah,
2: I can't remember the lines.
0: There are people who will give their two limbs and say, he says, look, I am your father. I am convinced that this is what it was. But in the original movie, if you watch it, it's no, I am your father, because Luke says you killed my father. And then Darth Vader says, no, I am your father. Most of people say it's a complete bull because they remember clearly when they saw it that he says, look, look. I am your father. And the funny thing is that the guy who gave the voice to Darth Vader, his name is Earl... uh, James Earl Jones. Exactly. In the interview, he actually talks about the Star Wars and he says, and when I read in a script, look, I am your father, I was like, no, Darth Vader is lying. You know, it was just an interview. But even he... The person who said it quoted, "Look, I am your father." <laughs> so people think that this is the Mandela effect because how it can be no when it was look. Another example is do you know the series that was happening in New York for ladies having sex yeah, and yeah. Malonoblanik and stuff? Yeah. What's the title?
1: Uh, sex and the City.
0: Sex and the City. There are people who claim it is Sex in the City. I I am absolutely sure it's sexed and the city. I was watching this show. Mm. But there are people who could, like, sell their own, give their own grandma as a hostage to say it's in the city. And they should. And <laughs> <laughs> I even have seen a footage of a guy on YouTube who is showing his girlfriend's merchandise. When the show was big, she bought, like, a whole bag of, like, a, a perfume and a soap with the logo, you know? And everywhere is written sex in the city. Of course, we could uh, speculate that maybe she didn't necessarily buy the original one. <laughs> <laughs> but he claims it was original merchandise and it's in. And then we also have the last one, which is Mona Lisa painting by Da Vinci. Guys, do you know the painting? Yes, yes. I Oh, no, I now ha- I haven't. Okay, that uh, that solves Sorry. a lot of mysteries <laughs> that are happening. Mm, interesting. So, uh, Mona Lisa. Um, well, I remember when I was a kid. I even watched documentary, they were talking about Mona Lisa's smile, which was kind of there, but not there. You have to stand from one angle to see that she's smiling from another angle. She was not smiling. Some people were even claiming that this is an autoportrait by Da Vinci, and it was always a big dispute among everyone. Is she smiling or not smiling? Now, in 2018, when you go on Wikipedia, you will see the painting, the picture of a painting, and Mona Lisa is clearly smiling. Mm. There is no like angle anymore that you could see it from that she's not smiling. And people claim that this is bullshit because and I actually have to say I'm very confused by this because I remember we even had it on an art class in high school about, you know, history of art. And it was shown that, you know, there are those speculations uh, if she's smiling or not. And it was even a topic at school. And now I actually look at the painting and she's clearly smiling so people claim that this is the mandela effect that this is not uh, that this is not a false memory that this is something that happened but but for some reason the reality is different so guys what do you think
2: well the, the debate is definitely real and yes but, but whether she's smiling or not is is that really does it need to be certified that, this yes, she is smiling? Because as far as I remember, it's not like a big smile. It's not like a... No. A, mm-hmm. it, so surely you, you can have the debate, is she smiling or is she just neutral? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I haven't seen the original. So...
1: Yeah. I think that what was discussed was the, mm-hmm. the nature of the smile. Yeah. Was it, uh, because it wasn't a big... It isn't a big, Mm -hmm. uh, big, powerful smile, which would be popular back then, because you had to make things clearer. It was a there was a a lot less pictures in everyday society than there is now, Mm -hmm. so so things were very much clearer. Um, And and I think that was the disgusting not not whether she smiled or not, but what kind of smile it was. Was it a sort of sexy smile? Was it a? I just had sex. Smile. Was it? I want to have sex. Was it? I <laughs> just saw a chocolate cake. Smile, smile. Or was it? I I just killed my husband and I bloody loved it. Smile. Or what <laughs> was it?
0: Now you gave me so many more ideas about Mona Lisa. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah.
1: She really, really, really loved cake. And uh, well, anyways. Um,
0: <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it's an uh, now people are trying to make different senses out of it you know and uh, there are a couple of theories why this happens because people swear by their life that no it wasn't like this no I heard look I am your father no Mona Lisa was not smiling uh, in that obvious way Uh, or um, Mandela did die in prison I remember seeing it on TV so there are a couple of explanations and uh, do we have the clip prepared Uh, Yeah. Yes. So I would like you to hear uh, three different explanations in one clip from the X-Files, season 11, episode 4, where they made an episode about Mandela Effect. So let's see what they said. The ability to manipulate memory
1: creates unlimited power. Political, economical, cultural runs the gamut from Holocaust denial to corporate product recognition. There are companies who are willing to pay anything, do anything to have people forget that their products explode on impact or suddenly catch fire. Com- companies like Jeep spending billions in profit to repress these memories. The only thing I haven't been able to do is to figure out how they're doing it.
2: They can't, I- I'm sorry. But this is ridiculous. I mean, the Mandela effect is simply. It's the
1: Mingle effect. Guys, it's the Mingle effect. Just say it.
2: Is simply people misremembering stuff. But maybe this is actually evidence of a parallel universe. Wait, Wait, what? what? So maybe these differences in collective memories are actually evidence of our universe somehow becoming intertwined with another if not identical and very similar universe so people's memories are correct they're just remembering something that happened in another dimension hence the discrepancies that's science scully theoretical science at best
0: molder
1: yeah we're not gonna do this parallel universe, sci-fi, gobbledygook, nerd boy, Okay, So just please drop it, because that crap gives me a headache.
2: It's a lot better than some evil entity zapping people's brains with a hypno ray gun. I never mentioned a hypno ray gun. Guys, it's faulty memory, because Occam's razor. That's Ozzy's razor, not Occam's. It's always been Ozzy's razor. Maybe in a parallel universe it is, but in still yet another universe is perhaps known as
0: Occam's Axe. It's It's not not parallel parallel universes. universes. So so basically, um, in this short clip, you had three theories. One theory says that Uh, There are some evil corporations who are mingling with the past editing movies or editing products or news. So they will confuse us to the point when they can actually tell us, no, Samsung phone never exploded. This is Mandela effect. The second one, of course, comes from Scully, and she says that people simply misremember things. And the third one, Mulder. Oh, how I love you. This is a bleed through effect from the parallel universes. I will not say anything more about this. I will just ask Dennis and Maunus. Awesome. What do you think? Shortly, one, two, three. Which Theory is the correct one.
1: I think we should listen to the doctor and not Hank Mubi, uh, Hank Moody, who for some reason is talking. <laughs> no. Uh, I think uh, I think it's uh, people. Well,
0: Misremembering mis- yeah. things. It, it, it's,
2: it's definitely not Mulder. But uh, the 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 doc, the the guy that says that that it can be used as implementing memories. That's just facts, but. Is it a Mandela? infect? I don't know, but you can you can instill false narratives in people if you repeat them often enough. Of course, mm-hmm. you can do that. But does that mean that people remember it wrongly or are they just misinformed? That, that yeah. two sides of a coin.
0: Yeah.
2: We've all met plenty of people who, when you start telling them something,
1: they say, yeah, yeah, yeah I knew that. I knew that because they want to belong. And that is really, really the most incredibly stupid thing you can do to yourself. <laughs> because then you never hear the the rest of the story. You yeah. you never know. So you know sort of a lot of half truths because you never you never go home and Google that shit or, or, or go to the library and read a book about it. You you never do. Mm-hmm. So maybe I, I think there would be a loss a lot less of Mandela effect going around if if people dared to say no. I didn't actually know that. Tell me more.
0: Mm hmm. That actually that is that this kind of thing that it could be misremembering things and then people saying from mouth to mouth. And then that kind of effect is built, which is not an effect is misremembering very mysterious things. There is plenty of videos on YouTube of people who are talking about Mandela effects. So, guys, if you are interested, Google it. You can also send us a message if you have experienced a Mandela effect. And if there is a tipping point that you have, tipping fo- point is that one occurrence that makes you believe or wonder that this is actually true. So visit the five and drop us a message. It can also be a voicemail. And now we will go into the wisdom of the week. Super wise wisdom of the week. Wisdom. So, uh, in a wisdom of the week, I would like to just quote something I found on Facebook. Because yes, against all odds, you can find something wise on Facebook, and I will. Quoted, and it was by Savage Creations, a web page that I found accidentally on Facebook. And please tell me what do you think? And by you, I mean Maunus and Dennis. This Christmas, buy from local, buy handmade, buy from people you know, buy from self-employed. Remember the big stores don't do a little jig when they make a sale. Make someone jig this year. Guys, what do you think about this idea?
1: Why only Christmas?
0: Very good point, Dennis. <laughs> Dennis is thinking. I see this yeah, is his c- thinking I face. It. I can hear it over I here. I can also hear it, yeah. Uh,
2: now yeah. his pants <laughs> is on fire, so he's going to lie as well. <laughs> well. What Manu said, why only Christmas?
0: Yeah. If I you, think yep. If you
1: buy locally every day, if you, if you go out of your way to only buy things you're happy about because they're made with love, I think a lot of this planet's problems would be a lot less
0: i have to say that uh, this is my dream i don't want to say that i would like to put a bomb under corporations i never said that i'm not on a terrorist watch please (laughs) but i think yet but i think that if we would indeed if we would buy from people we know first of all it's something made with love and second of all um I think we don't really need that much stuff because one of the main things that people are saying, yes, but if you buy it from self-employed or from a small company, it's more expensive. But you don't need that much shit, to oh, be honest. I totally agree. When you go to the big supermarket, you buy, it is said around 30 to 40 percent more than you need. Mm. Then instead of it, it also shows how to make more mindful Purchase choices. So I think we are all agreeing that this is our wisdom of the week. Buy local. Buy from self-employed. Buy handmade. It's more special. It's better quality.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And now we are going to the left field. O- G. G from the left field. Wow. Guys, I was today absolutely blessed with the fact that I have two guests that have so many crazy, cool, and wise things to say. So we don't have time for what I have planned from from the left field because what I wanted to do is to give you a little quiz that I prepared to discover how high on a conspiracy theory Believer scale, are you? Unfortunately, it's six questions and three answers each. So I think if I will stop reading, then we will we will have to stop the show. So instead, I will just ask you: What do you think about conspiracy theories? What's your opinion?
2: They're mostly really entertaining. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, um, that's a very very safe answer.
2: Ten years ago, I was mm-hmm. I wouldn't say I was into it, but I've I, yeah, I had a computer and I was crazy about reading stuff and I didn't know if I actually believed it but a, a lot of times I've I said sitting in the front of the computer and just being mad as hell because oh, of course it's the Illuminati and blah 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 and, and I guess one day I just pulled my head out of my ass and started looking that. Okay, that most of the time there's a rational explanation to everything So,
0: Okay,
2: yeah. Maunus, what about you? Uh, I used
1: to Exactly in the same way, uh, think that there was a lot of conspiracies. I sometimes do, actually still do, and I think that's when I'm going through some rough times, Mm -hmm. and every time I meet people who are going through some rough times, they think that there's, many of them, in my experience at least, Mm -hmm. not all of them, uh, Thinks that there's some some sort of uh, government conspiracies at play. But what has sort of changed my mind the most in -hmm. these recent years is that I have watched what how crazy, um, inefficient, and stu- stupid the world leaders are. <laughs> they would not be capable. There was a guy who ran into a uh, signpost outside my house, outside my flat, with a car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then they had to come from the city to, to correct this thing. They came in a big truck, they, they dug it up, they corrected it, they put it down again, and as they left, they hit another sign with, this, with their truck. Okay. They stopped. They got out. They looked, and then they drove away. If those people can't figure out that, of course, it's your job to to make that. <laughs> and, and it wasn't. It wasn't late. It wasn't late. They yeah. didn't have. To, it wasn't like, oh, I mean, we're off. We coming back tomorrow. It's, it's still crooked. It's still. It's you know. Oh. It's still crooked. You're, you really can't. And that is. That is the people who would have to to be yeah. in, in charge of these conspiracies, and of course they can't. They can't, man. You can't. You, you couldn't even uh, uh, contain a blowjob story in the White House. Of course you <laughs> couldn't. You know the, the JFK yeah. murder or anything. Yeah. That doesn't mean that there isn't something we don't know about about things mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of weird things about nine yeah, eleven.
2: a conspiracy isn't necessarily uh, illuminati or oh, uh, yeah, a, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. hiding under a pyramid and making decisions that uh, uh, that involve all humankind a conspiracy is just mm-hmm. when two or more people s- get together and decide to try and do something that's a mm-hmm. conspiracy yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so it, it it doesn't have to be sinister it doesn't have to be anything but like Manus said mm-hmm. the number of people involved in keeping the secrets of the the popular conspiracies, makes them impossible.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. because people are just not that brilliant at keeping secrets and getting things done and working together.
0: And we are not that brilliant at keeping times, guys. Thank you so much for being here and Thank you. For thank having you. Bye-bye. You've got 5 Options radio show where we hopefully convinced you that 5 indeed is a magic number. To catch up with our previous programs, apply to be our guest, send us your life challenge or just to see how do we really look like, visit our website, the5options.com. We hope you enjoyed this episode and that you will come for more. That's all, folks.